It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Well, Kalina, thank you for joining me on Mind Your Business. Of course, to formally introduce you, you're Kalina Outerbridge. You are our business data and policy analyst and acting finance director yes, for the time I am. being. Excited. <laughs> um, no, so thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about an upcoming course, which you're facilitating, that we offer for the public um, and participants in our incubator program. But before we do that, mm-hmm. let's remind the people what you do for BDC. So as Jamila already stated, I am the business data and policy analyst and I'm currently in the acting role of finance director. And within my post, I um, help with the budget. I do a lot of the approvals of the input of the payments that happen. So I work in the finance and data section. And so mm-mm, I start over. What you mean? Mm-mm, start over. Oh, my God. OK. It's finance and admin. We're not going to do that. We're going to keep talking. Kalina, uh, welcome to Mind Your Business. I'm so glad that you joined us today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about an upcoming course which you're going to be facilitating. Yeah. But before we do that, let's formally introduce yourself and tell us what you do for BDC. Okay, so my name again is Kalina Otterbridge. I am the Business Data and Policy Analyst at BDC and currently in the acting role of Finance Director. Okay, so you and manage so, the money. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and so within my role, I'm assisting with the budget. I help to input all the payments that come in, all the payments that go out. And so basically managing the finance and the admin. So, um, you know, we're closely looking at the budget to see, you know, where we can cut costs, where we can increase spending um, well income coming in mm-hmm. and things like that okay well thank you for being here I got to be nice to her y'all because she mentioned <laughs> that she money <laughs> the spin um, but no talking about money it's important right when yes. you are running a business starting a business you're also a small business owner like many of the other um, of our colleagues that work at BDC. Mm-hmm. And so you are facilitating our upcoming financial planning statements and QuickBooks course, which yes. is coming up in March. Um, talk to us a little bit about that course. So it's a very exciting course. It's an eight-week course, but it's spread over every other week. Mm-hmm. And so basically, we're going to be going through all the different stages of, you know, when you're starting a business, what you need to know about your finances. Mm-hmm. And so we talk about things like, First of all, what is, you know, what is finances? What is accounting and how do you use it in your business? Mm-hmm. How do you know those numbers? And so we're going to go through, you know, setting up a QuickBooks account, all the different modules. So, you know, how do you set up a customer? Who is your customer? Mm-hmm. How do you send up payments, um, invoicing through QuickBooks? And through this course, you can either purchase it with the um, QuickBooks software okay. or if you're already done it before you don't need it so some people you know may take it as a refresher mm-hmm. and so each week it's very interactive so mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to sit there and you're going to listen to me speak you know I do a couple of quizzes um, mm-hmm. during the week and so it's getting people to actively see what that looks like because a lot of times when people are starting their business accounting isn't their strong point and yep. they don't even want to know they don't want to do it girl they, they don't want to like, do but it but I don't look put my head in the sand and call it a day <laughs> exactly so 
with this course, it helps to break down, like I said, the different modules that we're going to be talking about each week. So, you know, we're going to go through the financial statements, what those are, your income statements, mm -hmm. your balance sheet. And so when you're putting in all that information and you're processing these reports, how do you run those reports? Because if you can, you can put anything in the system, yeah. but if you don't know what those reports are telling you, then it doesn't make sense. And so another thing we're going to be talking about is costing okay. your product. And that is a big deal. A lot of times people are like, oh, I'm going to provide it less than my competitors and everything. And they don't understand that there's actually an expense that goes into providing whatever that product or service is. Exactly. And so that is one of the key things that we're going to be discussing is, mm -hmm. you know, how to cost your product, but then what expenses go into that. Mm -hmm. So like you said, a lot of people feel like, oh, wow, um, I'm going to use what somebody else is using. Mm -hmm. That may be fine. You know, you can use industry prices, but sometimes if you think about what is actually going in there and then you're also thinking about all the costs because sometimes people don't think about if I travel and I take a trip yeah. I may pay for that trip months ago and then when I'm costing this item did I put that in there mm -hmm. they don't you know, it's a lot of things yeah. or you know if I'm getting somebody to do trucking to pick up something from the airport. Mm -hmm. I paid somebody to truck, but are you putting that figure in your cost yeah. for pricing? And so you could be undercutting yourself just to agree with the market, mm -hmm. but you know that's not going to be useful when you're thinking about making that money and mm -hmm. making that revenue. So, mm -hmm. you know, people will pay a higher price. And that's what we're, we talk about during this um, course is people will pay a higher price, right. but it's if you're showing that value for what that cost is going to be. And I think it's important to note that Understanding that bit can make the difference between whether or not your business is going to succeed or fail. Because I feel like a lot of times people are doing things and they see the money coming in. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm making money. But without understanding all of the things that go into pricing out what your product or service is, you could actually be losing money. Every month. You can be losing money every month and not know because you're not keeping those proper records. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about making sure that you're keeping all your receipts, that you have some type of software. So obviously with this course, you get the QuickBooks. Yeah. So making sure that you're actually using the QuickBooks to put that information in. You know, you hopefully have a bank account yeah. for your, your um, business. And if you have a bank account. You know, that's a whole nother, <laughs> <laughs> a whole nother issue. They'd be like, what you mean? I can't just pay it out of my personal um for me it's like no you shouldn't but why why can't i just use my personal account instead of having a separate why would you say they shouldn't well because it's commingling we, yeah. we consider it commingling and sometimes when you're mixing your business with your personal you're not able to differentiate even if you wanted to say is my business doing good how can you tell how much of your own money that yeah. you've actually put in mm -hmm. if you're not keeping track of that and because it's all together and sometimes when you want to do this bank racks you may have 10 payments mm -hmm. that are personal and then when you're trying to do your two business ones, it's like, how do you differentiate how you and yeah. how do you do a bank rack? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you got all that personal stuff in there. So we advise people to at least have a bank account separate for your business mm -hmm. or have a, at least another uh, savings or checking account that's separate for your business, just so that you're keeping it, you know, separate. Your business and mm -hmm. your personal should never be commingled together. It's funny because a lot of the people that we support are like solopreneurs. It's just them. Maybe they're just doing it on the side. So I'm sure sure in their mind they're thinking this is going to be another expense for me so why would I do that but like you said it creates an opportunity for you to clearly see what are business expenses against what are your personal expenses and sometimes 
I would say a lot of the entrepreneurs, they don't even pay themselves, right? So they just, the money goes into the account and then they take the money out to do whatever they need to, whether it's paying for child, um, <laughs> you know, child mm-hmm. fees or buying products for the business. And then it gets kind of muddy, if you will. Exactly. You know? And that's another thing. Sometimes people say they don't pay themselves, but yeah. then they use the money for personal expenses. And that's so paying yourself. That's still the same thing as paying yourself. So <laughs> all those entries that you're doing are going to either go to salary or they're going to go to earn a distribution because it's your business. So right. you're distributing to yourself you want to be able to take out some of the money that you've made um but there's a proper way of doing that and that's you know part of the things that we're going to be discussing during this course so i mean i really think it's important for small businesses to go through this process it's so funny because so many businesses there are businesses that have been in, in business for years and do not have like they can't produce financial statements yep um, but because they've been in business all this time, you know, they've been working, they guess they're doing good, mm-hmm. but how, what would you say, how would you advise a business to be able to tell, like, what are the key statements that they should be, you know, mm-hmm. utilizing to help right. them to understand whether or not their business is doing well or not? So we, like you said, here at BDC, we see that a lot, even within my own business. A lot of times people do not keep records, financial records. They don't know the health of their business. They don't even know if they should expand. They don't know if some products are not doing good and they may need to um, either bump them up so that they can or cut them out altogether. How can they tell that if they're not running these reports? And so... We say at the least, you know, there are some people that do Excel. Yeah. Okay, at least you're doing something. You may be able to produce like a finan- um, profit and loss statement or tr- uh, bank's balance sheet mm-hmm. from those reports. But unless you're actually putting it in a system, it's kind of hard to be able to, you know, tell the worth of your business. Right. How can you if you're not keeping financials? And we find that here a lot of times people do not do financials unless if they need a bank yes. loan. So if they're coming to BDC and they want to learn or they're going to the bank and they need at least two years, it's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And then someone has to physically go back those two years and try to figure out what you did. And a lot of times people think, oh, well, I can pay my bills or I'm paying my bills monthly or um, there's money in the bank. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you're running a profitable business. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people are actually inserting their own funds into the business. So it's like, how do you know if your business is even sustainable if you're not keeping those records? And so that's why it's very important. Even if you're keeping your invoices, even if you're making deposits in the business, you're keeping a record of that. At least someone can be able to say, okay, if you need two years of financials, we can still work this out. But for people that are not doing anything at all, it's really hard to be able to tell, you know, how profitable your business actually is. Because you could be losing money month over month, year over year, even if you have money in the bank. That doesn't equate to the financial health of your business and if you're actually making a profit. I think what you're saying is absolutely correct. You also um, co-facilitate our Enterprise Bermuda Accelerator Program, which uses, it's for companies that want to grow their business. And so these companies have been in existence for three years and longer and they are looking for ways to grow their business and one of the first things that we ask before people are entered into the program is do you have financials because why because you need to be able to look at them Mm -hmm. and to um 
dissect for lack of a better word to understand like you said what what's making money what's not what should go because you can actually identify opportunities within those numbers for your business so you can be like i want to grow this because it seems like this is where um people are responding to this product or service so without that how do you know exactly it's just anecdotal you just think based on what you think but you could be wrong Mm -hmm. and that's been proven to be the case right it has and it's so true what you said even like you said with the eba program because that goes through you know profit ratios yeah You know, you go back to see, you know, years upon years and how did your business do? And obviously the point of us being in business is to make a profit. Right. It's to make some money. Yes. And so if you want to grow your business, if you want to take it to the next level, the finances is definitely going to be where it's at to make that improvement. Let me ask you this, because like you said, we see it all the time. What do you think the hesitancy is? Where is that from around people wanting to know their numbers. Like, everybody wants to start a business, right? They want to be an entrepreneur. But like you said, they are not really interested in managing the numbers. And that should be, like, the first thing that you understand. But people are are afraid. I would say it's a couple of things. One, most of the time, accounting finances is not people's forte. Yeah. And so when you're a one-woman band or you have a small business, that's not the focus. Right. The focus is getting that product out. And so sometimes when people are trying to do it all, that's usually the la- one thing that gets left left behind. Mm-hmm. You know, they're one about marketing. Yeah. They're one about pushing out the product. But the finances, they're like, okay, like I said, I'm paying my bills. You know, money's coming in. That's one of the things that they don't worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then others, it's like, okay, you may not be able to do it because it's not your forte, but hire someone else. And then when someone thinks about hiring someone else, they think about that cost. But when you think about the amount of money that you may be letting go or that may be going down the dream mm-hmm. because you're not using those financials or not producing them, um, the, the cost of the accountant, bookkeeper, finance person, whoever you're going to use, is going to look a lot better when you actually realize that you're losing money and that person could have helped you to um, in- increase your finances. Yeah. I'm hopeful that, you know, people who take the course, I, I know when people take the course, they're like, oh, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm glad I did it. But help me because they get the QuickBooks and I, we've had people like repeat offenders, not offenders, but <laughs> <laughs> they take the course multiple times. And I think there's still a bit of a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, how do you address that issue where you have a person who has taken the course, they've gotten the software. So we would like to think they have the tools now to do what they need to do. But I think it goes back to, not being great at it. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, well, I'll just push, push that. What is a mitigating factor for that thing? Because you know it's going to happen. We we see them all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you mitigate that or help this person to really um, start to take their financial, you know, health mm-hmm. of their business seriously, Where you know, where they're looking at these statements and stuff? Well, for the businesses that's coming in, especially those ones that's getting the software, yeah. um, I would suggest that, well, for one, starting a business, make sure that when you're doing your budget for your business, you're putting in a finance Got person. you. That makes sense. That's going to be the main thing is even if you're not paying them right away, even if you have to start doing it your own until you hire somebody, put that amount in the budget mm-hmm. because that's going to be important, you know, at least somewhere down the road. Um, as far as those people that have purchased it and they're actually going to use it, QuickBooks is not a hard software 
it's just something that you have to use all the time. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's kind of like anything else. If you don't use it, you lose it, yeah, right? Yeah. And so how we go through the different steps, you know, first what we go, so it's eight weeks. Mm -hmm. The first five weeks is basically going to talk about your financials, so your assets, your liabilities, what are these things? Um, and so putting it all together, going through those different steps, what's a cash flow, how mm -hmm. to prepare these, you know, things, your costing, and then we actually go into the QuickBooks. So you're going in there, you're learning how to use it, and then, like you said, we're hoping that once they do, they're putting it into practice. Mm -hmm. We obviously at BEDC are still here to help them. So anyone that has used the software, you know, they can continue to come back to us, you know, for advice on, you know, how to use it if they've forgotten. But as long as they continue to use the software, then, you know, they should be able to progress with the finances in their business. And then I always say YouTube University, right? Like, cause there's a, a video on how to for everything. Yep. Um, but I think you're absolutely right. You have to use it and you're paying it. You're purchasing it mm -hmm. so you would like to think that people do use it and my understanding is once the information is in there it's very easy to run these reports can you talk a little bit about the key reports that you want to be looking at so the key reports that you want to be looking at is your balance sheet your profit and loss and your cash flow projections so your balance sheet is going to show you the assets of the business mm -hmm. um, anything that you own you're going to put in there so your cash if you have a truck or vehicle you mm -hmm. know that um, your depreciation, um, your net income, so how much your business is making year over year, that's what's gonna tell you the health and wealth of your business, what you actually have in there. Then your profit and loss, that's gonna show on a monthly, yearly, however often you run the reports, what your business is bringing in and what you're actually um, spending out. Okay. And so then from the revenue coming in, less the expenses, then how much is your net income? So how much profit is, are you making on an annual basis? And FYI, you don't want that to be zero or negative. Not at all. <laughs> and, and sometimes when in, when you're starting out in yeah. the first few yeah. years, it may be yeah. only because, you know, obviously you're going to spend out a lot more mm -hmm. at, until to you get start started. To, yeah. to get started. So that may be in the first couple years. But on an ongoing basis, when you are, you know, getting that revenue mm -hmm. in, you want to cut back on those expenses and then you want to make sure that like you said you're making a profit year over year and i think that's the important piece because if you can see that number and if it is zero or negative then you know that some adjustment has to be made it doesn't mean that people don't want what you're selling but maybe you're not pricing what you're selling correctly yep. so you're not putting in enough of a profit margin to be able to actually make money exactly. um and that's why it's important to look at it because mm -hmm. if you don't you see the money coming in but you you haven't factored in the expenses exactly and by the time you take that out you're like wait a minute now <laughs> it's, not, it's nothing left you know and it's interesting you said that because um at the small business um, expo that we did last week, yeah. you know, I was talking to one of um, some new um, business owners, mm -hmm. and we were talking about, oh well, I spent eight hours doing this, and sometimes people don't even think to factor in when you're actually working in the business, you have to account for your time. Yeah, and what does your time look like? Mm -hmm. So you're just busy making the product, but then when it comes to costing that out, are you making sure that that 
cost is going into the product as well. Yeah, people don't do that. I mean, especially if it's something that they love doing, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, well, I love doing it. I would be doing it whether I was selling it or not. But really, that's where your salary comes from mm -hmm. now because yep. you <laughs> you have to exactly. say time on task. And when you grow your business, at some point, you're not going to be the one making the product. Exactly. You're going to have to hire someone. So how do you even know what you should be charging out this, this um, service that you're providing to mm -hmm. your business currently? Exactly. If you're not and taking that into I, consideration. Yeah, that's what I say to people. If you had to hire someone to work in your business, what? Because they're like, well, I don't know what to pay myself. Yeah, yeah. If you had to pay somebody else, what, what would you pay them? Yeah. At the very minimum. At the very minimum. You know? You know because at, in the beginning, like you said, you know, a lot of times people put their money back in yeah. and they let it continue to work for them. But at some point, you want to be able to step out of it. And what they say, work on the business Not and work in, in the business. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you have to make sure you're putting all those things in place. I even spoke to someone and I was telling them about, you know, if you're making the product from your house, are you factoring in that rent? Because if you wanted to... Electricity, Electricity, all of that. water, you know, are you factoring it. that in? Because, you know, first of all, you're using it for the business, so a portion of it should go towards it. Yeah. But if you ever wanted to expand and be in a location, at least you're preparing yourself for to that. say, okay, yeah. I'm used to actually paying these expenses. Even if you're not actually paying them, you could be accruing them over time. Yeah. But at least you're making some of the provisions so that in the event you want to expand, it's not like, oh, my gosh, I have to pay $1,000. And it you're already you're off, doing yeah, that. Yeah, you're already doing it. And it's factored into your your cost of operation, exactly. right? So the the work the uh, multi week course is coming up. So when you come, you'll get a booklet that's going to have every week what we're going to be doing. Um, we do suggest that people that do sign up, we ask that they to try not to miss at least more than two classes, mm -hmm. um, because the you know the information that you're going to get is is very important. Um, they will be recorded, so if you can't be at a class, you know we'll make sure that you get it, or you know I'm available to go through anything that you need. Um, but it's going to be like I said, a very interesting, very. Um, What's that word? Very. You're working together. Working together. Yeah, yeah. And it's nice because when you're in person, you get to have the assistance of the classmates, especially yeah. when we're working through those problems, that interactiveness. Interactive, um, yeah. yeah. So when we're working through those problems, you know, that you're going to need outside of her. Um, you know, that's going to be very interesting. I remember the class, the last time I taught it, you know, I used to give people homework yes. and they used to come back and do it. And, you know, people used to message me and they'd be like, can I get another problem? Can you give me more homework? And I'm like, you're giving me more work. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting to see how, you know, people really enjoy doing it once they're here. Um, you know, going outside of here may be a little different. But once they're in that classroom setting and they're working through the problems, people really enjoy, you know, all the different lessons. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Right. The, the course is going to be held in our training room. And so we could accommodate a, what number is really what you say is a, a good I would size. say a comfort is at least 25 to 30 people. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a fair amount of people. And, and and I would say if we do have more, then most likely we may even look to move in the location. Okay. But for now, you know, depending on how the registration goes, um, we will be having it at our BDC office on Sophia House. Okay. And you, those who are interested can register online at bdc.bm. You can pay online as well. Just select what option if you need the software. Um, or if not, then you just pay the, the 190 But it's definitely something that is needed 
for all businesses. And it doesn't matter what stage you're in. If you feel like you are challenged with understanding what those statements are, why you should be looking at them, why you need them, then I think this course will help you to understand that and give you confidence that's needed to move forward in your business. I mean, it's not even a want. It's a need. Mm-hmm. It's like a necessity. It is. If you are an entrepreneur or if you own a small business or it don't matter what size the business exactly. is, really. Yeah. Um, the larger ones have a whole accounting firms that manage this for them. And that's for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's by design because yep. you need this information to be able to understand how to move forward. I always tell people it's just like if you're managing your home budget. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Right. It's the same thing. Like when you got to pay school fees, you got to look at how much is coming in, mm-hmm. what's going out, where you're going to shift things around. It's the same kind of logic. Yeah. But I think people kind of get, um, I don't know, they, they get bogged down or nervous when it comes to the business. business. Yep. And it seems like this far away. It's like, <laughs> no, it's just, it's just common sense what you would do on a normal day-to-day basis for your household. But now this is your business, exactly. right? So those same principles apply. Well, I am excited for those who are going to be signing up. We always hear rave reviews from people who take the class with you um, because it seems you make it fun and interesting, which is good because it can be scary. It it is. (laughs) And you have to, in all honesty, you have to really love the numbers. Um, I have been doing accounting for over 20 years. So for me, it's that passion. Yeah. Um, But we always say, even if you're taking the course for yourself, for your business, and you're not going to use it, at least you know you're getting you, an idea exactly. of what's happening because if you go to the bank and you're going for a loan, yep. they're not asking the accountant to come in the room with no. you. They want to know that you understand. So at least you're getting that understanding of what someone else is doing. Yes. And, you know, you can hire someone afterwards to use the program once you've purchased mm-hmm. it. But at least, like I said, you have that familiarity so that when they're speaking to you and they're talking those you know numbers, you're like, yeah. oh, I know what they're yep, saying. I know what they're saying. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> All right, Kalina. Well, I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing a little bit about what people can expect. Um, I'm sure that people will be signing up. Usually you're always over subscribe so don't wait y'all go ahead and sign up online because um we don't know when the next course is going to run and maybe next year sometime so don't miss out on this opportunity um but all the best to you and to those who will be taking the course and they're going to be better for it i think so i think they'll be better for having um signed up and taking advantage of this learning opportunity so thank you for sharing thank you and thank you for having me and i am looking forward to the start of the class next month and what we're going to do we're going to be Mind our business, Mind right? Your business. Because if you don't, no one else will. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. <laughs>